Thanks so much for downloading the episode today. On the show, we have returned from our little mini vacation. We recap what we did on our Memorial Day weekends. We talk Bottle Rock in Napa and some fun at the park. All of this plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you and enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I drink way too much alcohol. Paula? I am a winner for being a loser. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. We are back after a week break. That was robust. Mine? Yes. I thought it was a scared Ugg. It was like, I'm afraid. I forgot how to do this. Episode 279. Welcome, welcome. We are back after our little break from the Memorial Day week. I am glad we took the break. And it was so funny, Paula. I would say, "Mm," like a couple of days ago, I started having dreams about setting up my microphone and setting up (laughs) everything. Because I was, like, anticipating getting ready to go. Yeah. And, of course, because we're human, uh, there was a part of me going, you know, maybe we just won't do it anymore. (laughs) Maybe we'll just stop. But I would miss it a lot. I don't want to stop. So I was glad that uh, the day had finally come, that we got to come back and talk uh, a little bit about life. Why is it when you and I stop recording, we take a break, it doesn't it feel like the whole world just kind of falls apart? Yeah, it kind of does. It feels like everything that we could talk about happens when we're not planning a recording session. <laughs> it's like there's so many things that we could talk about that happen. And then by the time we record, they're, you know, they're no longer important. It's so weird. Yeah, really. Okay, so really quick, I want to wish our producer, Deb, a happy birthday. Happy birthday. June 1st. He is still not 50, so I can't Uh. make fun of him yet. But I look forward to his birthday because our birthdays are about two and a half weeks apart. And so for those two and a half weeks, we're the same age. And he loves it. Oh, He loves that I can't say he's older than me. It's something that that we have this thing that he has had since we started seeing each other, how for two and a half weeks a year, we're the same age and he is not the old man. (laughs) And I hate it so much because when I have a birthday, I go through a depression and there's nothing I can do about it. I have tried to convince myself that it's a good thing to age and I try to embrace my new age every year. And every day I talk about my ultimate death or how some part of my body is falling apart or how I suddenly have aged dramatically in an hour since my birthday. I can't seem to do it. And I asked Daryl about it the other day. I said, man, I really seem to be struggling with my birthday this year. And he's like, you do this every year. And I said, I do? He goes, yes, every year you go through how you're old and unattractive and, you know, you're just going to shrivel up and become a raisin of a person and your day old bread. And he's parroting back all of the things that I say. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, when does this end? When will this end? He goes, usually around my birthday. <laughs> I said, okay, cool. So we're almost there. Okay. So You only have to put up with it for two weeks. Yes. And I said, all right. So happy birthday to producer Deb. And in honor of his birthday, I'm getting my teeth cleaned. So uh, yes, happy birthday. (laughs) I find around my birthday, 
plastic surgery looks more and more like a reality uh, instead appealing. of just like a you know like haha yeah whatever plastic surgery but now i'm right. like that really could happen if i wanted it to maybe yeah, those facelifts like don't look so bad i have a credit card with a limit <laughs> a nice limit they have those medical loans where you could get them <laughs> can you imagine telling somebody's like yes well i got a loan and i had my face done yeah it probably happens all the time it probably happens more often than we know i have to say that i've always thought that a facelift would be the way to go but you would really not you personally but me too but yeah. you would really have to find the platinum level doctors to do it. I wouldn't want to go to some quack to have no. that work done. Yeah, no. You'd have to do your research. Yes, and I think you get what you pay for. So I probably wouldn't go to Mexico or anything. I've heard of that no. people doing that, trying to save a buck. I'm like, get your face. Don't don't do that. And come back looking face. like Barbie. You only get one face, no matter how many face transplants they attempt to do in this country. You only get one real face, so don't yeah, don't really stay away from chimpanzees and Mexico because those are the only those are the only two risks that you take. Yeah, really. When you want to do face work. They both want to slash your face off. They just want to rip your face off. <laughs> I just can't imagine. So anyway, I think a facelift would. I mean, okay, minus all of the risks of doing anything at all to your body cosmetically, I like the idea of a facelift or even a partial. Because, you know, you get rid of the jowls, you tighten your jawline, you know, all that stuff. I think I'm with you on that. I don't think there's any amount of fillers that can fix that. Yeah, I need the eyes done. Like my oh. my my eyebrows are starting to look like eyelashes. They're just <laughs> sagging. Like basset hounds? Like I'm looking tired all the time. Yes. Maybe, maybe I am tired all the time, but you know what I'm saying? Like Yes. I like, do. I just kind of wonder, like, what's the point of eyeshadow anymore? I have noticed I have circles under my eyes that I never had before, like darker circles. Oh, my God. I've had dark circles for years. I haven't. I never did. And so now I'm like, I've tried the elixirs. I've tried the eye creams, the, you know, the serums and all of those things that they suggest that women of a matronly age use to minimize that stuff. And they don't work. And most of them burn. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm like, this skin is like gecko skin. I don't want <laughs> stuff on there to singe it off. Like the last thing I need is to look like a pink eye. I'm like, I don't want it. And God forbid it does get in your eye and you probably oh give yourself God. pink eye. You'll just be blind you know it's like well maybe that's better i just i suddenly have them and i i paul i swear i have no less than three different concealers for under my eye depending on the the level of darkness do you use all of them or you just use one of them i choose based on the level of of darkness of the day and so i have if in full honesty i have absolutely used all three wow trying to get it the problem is is that if you do too much now you've just now you're enhancing all the fine lines and the you know it looks cakey and it doesn't mm -hmm. look right and i've seen photos of me with too much concealer on and i either look like a raccoon uh, from far away because I've got too much concealer on mm -hmm. around my eyes or it's cakey and I can see every single line on my face yeah, or, or under my eyes. And that, and that's not even natural. So I have to just say, well, I guess I'm just going to have a hue of darkness under my eye because I would rather have that than, than a bunch of lines that 
no one can see unless I enhance it with too much makeup. Getting older sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just think of all the work I have, we have to go through to be presentable is ridiculous. And then what is it? Who is it? Cover Girl? They have this commercial out or this like, how old is she? 68 years old or something Who? like that. And she's just like, who said that you have to stop looking beautiful at a certain age? And <laughs> she's got like the grayish white hair. And oh, is it Helen Mirren? No, it wasn't Helen Mirren. It was just some model lady. Oh, but okay. Oh, she's yes. gorgeous. And yes. I'm just like, God, I'm like, I wish I, wish I looked that good now. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and you're 40 years older than me. But I also have to say that I don't necessarily want to look like a lot of the housewives where they all look like shiny ducks. You know, they all have that same face. Well, they all have those giant lips and shiny foreheads and uh, all that. I don't want to. I don't want to look like that either. So. What's you know, with the maybe, giant lips? That's the part I, I don't, don't get. Does it, I mean, do they think it makes them look better? I have to say I was, I was stalking the other day on Facebook and I don't even know how I got to this person. I, they have no relation to me. I knew no one they knew. But have you ever done that where you just end up on strangers Facebook pages? Yes. It, I don't know how or why that happens, but I did it and I ended up and I was looking at this dude and he was with his uh, assumed wife or girlfriend and it was their, his profile photo his wife's lips were so big. <laughs> I said, what the hell am I looking at? I mean, they were they were cartoony large and they were not nat- they were not natural. Not at all. How do you kiss that? How do you do anything? I don't even understand. Like, I don't get it. How that looks appealing. And then and then what was worse is like her mouth was open like she was going, ha ha, you know. Oh, man, it was not pretty. It looked like a big red anus or not even no like big red i don't know like inner tube or something it was really not pretty very unattractive so speaking of attractive daryl and i on the memorial day weekend i assume you had a great memorial day weekend relaxing with the family did you guys do anything fun well you know because victor gets paid once a month as we get towards the end of the month uh, yes our activities become more of like a public thing so we went to a park (laughs) And, Did you barbecue uh, hot dogs? No, actually, uh, there was quite a few families there. Um, and what so, did you guys steal off of others? No, did you guys glean off of other people? No. <laughs> what I'm saying, well, first of all, I would never go to a park and barbecue. I just no. I I I, 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 I know what you mean. Think I could do that. We went and Victor and Ryan played football. Olivia, they have the little water park thing where it shoots water up from the ground. Mm -hmm. And so she played on that and she made a friend, of course. And so they were playing for a while there. And then I was just sitting in the hot sun doing nothing. It was hot. Wasn't it? It was was really hot that day. So Daryl and I went to the Napa Valley. We went to Bottle Rock, which is a festival. We've been, I think this is our third time attending Bottle Rock. Now, with any festival, tickets are pricey, but they're not so ridiculous that you can't buy them and enjoy. Like, especially now when you look at how expensive it is to go to a concert. Yeah. It's really not that bad. I think a a one-day ticket was like $150, which sounds expensive, but not when you think that I paid a hundred dollars to take per ticket to see our mother and I and Stephanie to go see Faith Hill in July. 
So, I mean, it's basically the same. I can't believe you paid money to do that. Well, just because you hate Tim McGraw doesn't mean <laughs> that Faith Hill won't be fun. But it's all right. Hey, look, I asked you to go multiple times. You would like, I'd rather eat glass. No problem. <laughs> Not a problem. But, you know, we're, I mean, and honestly, Polly, you know, the reason why we're doing this is for our mom. We're going because of mom wants to go. You yeah. Know, it's not, it's not because I have a hard on for Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. Anyway, so we went to Bottle Rock on Sunday, which was the big day because it's the final day of the festival. It's a three day thing. And Bruno Mars is the closing act for the festival. How exciting. I loved it. I was so excited to see Bruno Mars. Now, the problem with the Bottle Rock Festival is it's grown tremendously in the last three or four years. Mm -hmm. So last year when Daryl and I went, it was the Foo Fighters and they closed it out. And it was that was epic. God, they're so good live. Anyone I've seen them a couple times now. They're amazing. Mm hmm. But the way that the stage, the main stage is set up is it looks now like a shoebox. So like there's VIP on both sides of the stage. And when I'm talking VIP on both sides of the stage, I'm talking like the size of a football field length. And then you go upstairs. So you're above the crowd and you can see the stage. The thing is, is that if you are at the very end of the VIP section, you're still really far away from the stage and you you, you have to rely on the big screens to see anything. Yeah. It's not that much of a difference. Well, first of all, I could not get VIP. They sell out so fast that you just can't get them. So wow. we, we did not get, we were in general, we got GA again, which was also shocking because Bruno Mars sold out in like three minutes. Wow. Somehow I, what happened is people released tickets and I was able to snatch some before somebody else. And that's how we got Sunday tickets. And that was, uh, wow, that was probably six months ago. It, it sold out a long time ago. So getting the tickets though is, is not the hard part. The hard part is getting lodging. <laughs> is finding a place to stay. Napa is not very big. Yeah. And there aren't that many hotels. So luckily we have a connection with uh, with one of the hotels there. Uh, Daryl's cousin works. She's a manager at one of the hotels. She said there was one cancellation for one room on that day. And she gave it to us and we had to pay a premium for it. But it was worth it because we could literally walk to Bottle Rock. So we didn't have to worry about getting on a bus or getting a cab or anything. Mm -hmm. And so it's worth it, except when you're wearing cute sandals or, you know, whatever. So, of course, I got a blister immediately. So we we went over there. I drank way too much alcohol. I, <laughs> I drank way too much gin. I had a lot of gin drinks. Gin? Yes. Is because that your new drink now? Well, it's so refreshing when uh, like a gin and tonic or a gin with ginger beer or anything with a fizzy and on ice. It tastes like lemonade to me. What's with everybody in the gin thing now? It's like it's like becoming a thing again. I don't know. But my very first gin and tonic was last year at Bottle Rock. Daryl said, I want you to try this. I think you'll like it. I'm like, I hate gin. Why did you get this? He goes, you don't know if you hate gin. Just try it. So I tasted it. I said, wow, this is really good. Well, what's good is the tonic. The tonic is basically yeah. like soda. So it's sweet and citrusy. And, and the gin is, it does have a taste, but it's kind of a bitter taste. Mm -hmm. So it kind of tastes like grapefruit soda to me. And I went, oh, and I love grapefruit soda. So I drank that and I thought it was delicious. So... 
we experimented all last summer on different gin drinks. And so this year we said, well, we have to we have to have at least one gin and tonic, you know, to celebrate mm-hmm. because this is the first, you know, a year anniversary of me liking gin and tonics. So Hendrix, which is a big brand of gin, uh, sponsored a big a big area by the culinary stage. And uh, which is where Snoop Dogg created his world record oh, right. gin and juice. I saw the picture. Yeah. And not kidding. Hendrix ran out of gin. So by Sunday, when we got there, we got three cocktails and they ran out of gin. <laughs> because <laughs> was, of what Snoop Dogg did? I don't know if that's I don't know. It would make sense, though. I mean, you know, how much was gin? huge. It was huge. But they're so good, and it was really hot, and so I kept drinking them, going, "Oh, these are so delicious!" And so at some point, Daryl has a client that he works with. They are the main sponsor of Bottle Rock, which which is Jam Cellars. They make butter Chardonnay. They also have a new product called Candy Rosé, and they made these things called Frosés, and they make it out of their Candy Rosé, and it's just basically like a wine margarita, and they are amazing. And so with that, those all sound good. They were delicious. And so with that and the, you know, copious amounts of gin I had, I was so hungover the next day. <laughs> I was so hungover. And Joe's like, well, I feel great. I'm like, well, good for you. I don't. I feel horrible. He's like, we really didn't have that much to drink. And we walked everything. We walked everywhere. And I said, look, you and I are different creatures, okay? I don't drink like you do, and I certainly don't have the tolerance that I used to, so it was a lot to me. Uh, at one point, uh, we were waiting for Bruno Mars to come out, and Daryl said, oh, well, I brought a blanket. We can sit down and, you know, have this little burger that we got. And I said, all right. He brought the cat blanket. <laughs> it is a blanket that you put on top of a cat bed. And I said, "Why? What is this?" He goes, "Well, I thought it was a, I thought it was a Giants blanket, our San Francisco Giants blanket." I go, "We don't have a San Francisco Giants blanket. This is a cat bed blanket. This literally is for a cat bed." So he's like, "Well, do you want to sit on it?" I'm like, "Yes, of course I do." So I sat on it. Was it clean? Yes, I had just washed it. Oh, I had just washed God. it to give it to Mackenzie because it's her cat blanket. God, I couldn't believe it. He's like, "I can't believe I brought a cat bed blanket." I'm like, "Oh, I believe it." I believe it completely. So anyway, inhaled the burger. And you know when you're, I, I don't know if it's been a long time, but when you're really hammered and you need to eat, there's nothing more primal than watching someone who is drunk inhaling food. Have you? You know, right? <laughs> right. So I'm sitting now, you know that I've been doing a lot of yoga lately. So I was sitting in basically a yoga pose. Like the, I was sitting in like the pose where you put your feet together and you like, you're sitting Indian style kind of. So I'm sitting like that and I am eating every crumb of this burger. (laughs) Like I've never eaten in my life. I could feel my eyes were slits. I can feel the primal need to shovel it in as quickly as possible. And at the very back of my mind, there was still a part of my sober brain going, you know, you look ridiculous right now. god do you ever try and will yourself sober yes i've tried it doesn't work it doesn't work it's war it's, it makes it worse i actually okay so bruno mars comes out there's 40 or fifty thousand people all crammed into this one area because like i said it's like a shoebox so there's the stage and then everybody from the front all the way to the back and we're all watching and it's awesome 
but it sucks for me as a diehard concert goer from my 20s i'm yeah. used to being in the front right we tried we spent 45 minutes walking towards the front and we weren't even halfway there it was so crowded and there were so many people i was like you know what we're, we're just gonna have to let it go because not only is it super dangerous it is going to take us an hour to get there and then we'll be lucky to even get to the front because they're they're getting younger and younger the closer we get you know because these are people that have been standing at the front of that stage for eight hours waiting for bruno mars so we're never going to get there they're not going to give it up so we just need to let it go so we went back to the back and um, Jam Sellers has their own little area. They had their own Jam Seller stage. It was called the Jam mm-hmm. Pad. We saw some amazing bands there and we had access to it. So we were up a little bit and we could see everything. It just was far away, which was, you know, that's always disappointing in any show. But we were able to watch the whole thing. And he sang all the songs that we love and the production was amazing. And there was just everything was so good. He is so good. He is so He's very talented. Oh, my God. It was it, I'm so grateful that I got to see him. I love Bruno Mars. I do, too. And the, the, there was, I mean, he is really ugly, but I, I, just, <laughs> I absolutely love him. Yeah. His his girlfriend is hottie. She's oh, he has a girlfriend. Oh, yes. In fact, that was what was funny is I'm standing there and Daryl's behind me and we're all me and three other women are leaning against the railing watching. And this one woman turns to me. And she goes, how old is Bruno Mars? And now let me tell you, when when, when older women and I, when I mean older, I mean, like in your 30s and 40s, we get this sultry tone when we're drooling over a younger gentleman. <laughs> she turns to me and she goes in her messy bun and her drunken froze look she's like how old is bruno mars i'm like i don't know let me look and i whip it up i go he's 32 she turns to her girlfriend she's like guys he's 32 he's totally okay we could totally do him (laughs) and so we're all standing there and i'm looking at my phone i go oh but he has a girlfriend they're like oh he has a girlfriend oh we'll take her no problem so the four of us are standing going yeah we would do it look the way he moves those hips that's how it went the whole time it was awesome it was so fun Sounds like something we would say. Oh, it was great. It was great. I'm like, oh, my my four new best friends. <laughs> so funny. And then uh, he was wrapping it up. And so and he had sung all the songs I wanted to hear. Now, there is a rapper named Warren G. And he was doing a special show at the Silent Disco. Now, a silent disco is when you put on headphones and you get to hear through the headphones what's going on on stage. Oh, you did that last year. We did. And it was really fun. Warren G was putting on a big one with another um, like a duel because there were three channels. And so you could pick whatever channel you wanted to listen to. White Panda was another group that was there and they were amazing. And so there must have been a thousand people near this stage. And so we were able to make our way up to the front on this one. And we got to watch Warren G do his thing. And Daryl was in heaven because he knows all the <laughs> stuff because it's all old school rap and the DJ and the MC and all this was going on. And we partied until they closed it down. It was so amazing (laughs) old school rap is the way to go it's so good and so we did that and then we were making our way out and i said you know what it's like just the cavalcade of people are leaving so we sat on a picnic bench and just kind of waited it out now this is a family affair now there's a lot of kids fucking i hate it there were so many kids 
But, you know, I can't judge. Bruno Mars is a, is somebody that everybody wants to see. He's, I guess, considered family friendly. And so everybody wanted to bring their kids and enjoy it. All his songs are about sex. I know, but, you know, he's on all the kids show. You know, he's Nickelodeon favorite type of person. So there was a lot of families there. But this family came by. It was, uh, I would say they were probably like in their early 20s, this couple. And then the parents clearly the son's parents they were older than us and he the the son was struggling and his girlfriend was holding him and he kept stopping like he was gonna throw up and he stopped right in front of us and i'm like keep oh God. walking you better I not I'm all, keep <laughs> walking please do not do this here so she walked up another 10 feet and the dad came and picked up his son and he's like let's go son <laughs> You walked out. I'm like, God oh damn! God. You know you had a day if you're partying that hard with your parents. Jeez. Yeah. The only other thing, and I asked Daryl about it because he's a boob man. I said there were a lot of boobs, right? Like there was a lot of exposed breasts, like not nips necessarily, but there was a lot of very sternum exposed cleavage. And he said, Yeah, there really was. And I said, they were pretty though, right? I mean, he goes, no, they weren't. They were small. (laughs) I said, okay. But there was a lot of girls with dresses, maxi dresses and shirts, blouses or whatever that tied literally below the boob line at the sternum. And their boobs were like, I mean, they were just begging to be seen. I thought it was sexy, but you know, I, I mean, I couldn't do it. If I did it, it would look pornographic because my boobs are so big. Well, I mean, I think guys prefer it to be a little bit more discreet because they like to, I mean, this is just my opinion. They like the thought of what right. else is in there, right. you know? But when you kind of just put it all out there, then they just think you're well, slutty. Well, you know, the thing is, is it was slutty, but it I think women are beautiful, not in a, not in that way, but I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it personally. I think it's beautiful. I think women are gorgeous. And if you have a a nice frame, if you have a nice body, or if you can get away with wearing something where it just barely hugs the cleavage, I'm, I'm all for it. I would love to dress like that. That's my thing. Maybe I'm slutty. I don't know, but I, I think it's really pretty and it's too bad that when I do it, I, I get like, put a sweater on. <laughs> Whereas when somebody yeah. else does it, when they have like a size B boob, it's nothing, you know. It's true. I mean, and I could, but then you get the wrong kind of attention. It's not just like, wow, that's a really beautiful look. It's more like, wow, what is she doing? Woo! Did she try that on <laughs> right. in the front of a mirror? <laughs> you know, but. It's true. You know, at least Daryl was actually honest in that he noticed all the boob cleavage. And when I say boob cleavage, I mean, I don't mean push up the line going down the chest. I mean, the only thing you're not seeing is the outer part of the boob and the nip. Everything else was exposed. Jeez. Well, it's a festival. You, You know, there have been festivals where women are walking around in thongs, you know. So it was pretty conservative considering. Did you see anybody topless in body paint? No, I saw a lot of glitter. But no glitter boobs or glitter butts. I was kind of hoping because I was going to take a picture and, sh- and send them to you. So, I mean, that's what you would think of when I hear yeah, festival. Yeah, this festival is a little more chill. And that was the other thing. No fights, no violence, no yelling, nothing. The worst thing that happened is a behemoth of a woman walked by me and knocked my drink out of her hand with her ass. 
And that made me mad. But she kept walking and she didn't know she did it. Everyone around me saw it happen. And of course, I was like, hey, <laughs> you knocked my drink. Hey, Lardas, you owe me a yeah, drink. Like, she knocked my head out of my glass. Yeah, whatever I said. And there's a, we'll just get you another one. I'm like, no, I think I'm done. <laughs> she did me a favor. She did me a solid. <laughs> yeah, she really did. But it was a fun, it was a fun 24 hours. I was, you know, the next morning I was super hungover. So I, we went out immediately and located some spicy Mexican food, which always helps. Yeah. Authentic Mexican Coca-Cola, which settles the tummy. And uh, we were home by like three, I think the next day. That's good. Yeah, it was fine. Really was like peace and love, which was great, which was great. And I'm a bit of a hippie, so I didn't I didn't mind it at all. Sounds like it. That was our (laughs) that was our Memorial Day. But it was fun. I mean, we didn't go to a park. By the way, Paula, can I just tell you barbecuing in the park to me is as bad as camping. I would never want to do it either. Like I'm with you on that. Never. I just don't see the thrill. I mean, no. I get it that the kids can run around and you just don't have to watch them if you don't want to. <laughs> right. I watch my children, but that's just because I watch out for the little shits that are being, you know, assholes. Yes. And, you know, it's always the kids that are too old to be playing at a park that are always running around and like pushing kids out of the way or, <laughs> you know, yes. whatever it is that they're doing. And of course, they have no mother in sight anywhere. No, they, they, they rode their bike there and they're just being hooligans. But, you know, it's funny, too, is why do they always gravitate towards the real sweetie pies, like the six and seven year old boys who are just peacefully enjoying their time together, playing with their best friend from school and then these big, gross 10, 11 year olds come over and just ruin everything. I hate that so much. I'm like, you're too big to be here. Go yeah. somewhere. It's like, why don't you sunsplash? Right. Go to the water park. God. I mean, and then there was like that little area where there's like, you know, the babies and they're playing in the water, having fun. Yes. And then they go over there and they start sitting on their water. And I'm like, oh. get the hell out of here. You giant child. I, I struggle with those water things. Oh, as soon as they come futtering up, it's I smell instant chlorine. So. Yeah, because of all the fecal matter in there. <laughs> but you know what? Olivia didn't end up with pink eyes, so all is well, right? Well, you could be like Ryan's friend, Sam, what? where they have a Xbox and a pool and they have ribs for dinner and, <laughs> you know, all sorts of fun things. And Ryan spent the night there and, you know, he enjoyed the high life. He enjoyed the high life in the high, high neighborhood. And uh, he was so high. And I was just like, well, why don't you have Sam come over and spend the night where uh, just the night before two houses over, someone had their house broken into. (laughs) Why don't you invite him over? We'll have ramen and I'll eat the flavor packets. And we'll uh, fry up some hamburgers because our barbecue is uh, broken. Oh, no. You know, you guys can play uh, football in the rocks and just watch out for the dog poop. Oh, God, Paula, stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Don't. This is my reality. Not every day, just this week. (laughs) Just today. If you guys get hot, we'll go to the uh, park. (laughs) We'll go to the park and barbecue. We'll barbecue our water. We'll barbecue our Hy-Vee hot dogs. (laughs) Hey, we use Hebrew (laughs) National. There are limits to our poverty. All right, God damn it. (laughs) 
<laughs> we will always have Hebrew nationals in this house. <laughs> we may use white bread for buns, but we will always have Hebrew nationals. That's right. We are not animals. <laughs> God, that's horrible. <laughs> okay, well, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. My kids are out of school now, but the last week of school, I got an email from um, Olivia's teacher saying your child um, will be receiving an award at the awards assembly on Wednesday. Is this her first award? Yes. (gasps) And so I was so excited because they only give out three awards at the awards assembly. Yeah. So it's it's a big that's a big one. then. Yeah. And so I was so excited. And it says, you know, please let us know if you'll be coming to the awards assembly at 8 30 and i'm just like okay yeah this will be there <laughs> like <laughs> so wait 8 30 in the morning yeah <laughs> i know they do them so early i drop them off at eight but i'm usually in my pajamas so i guess i can just you know put on regular clothes and <laughs> i guess i'll just go ahead and lip and clip my ass to yeah the put my hair assembly. in a ponytail and put on some lip gloss yep I'm sitting there in the chair and her class comes walking in and then she turns around and she's like, mom, oh. you know, like, what are you doing <laughs> no. here? So now and she knows. So I, I said, I told you I was coming to your assembly. And so she's just like, kind of like looking at me like weird, like, and so like, why are you here? And why are you dressed with makeup on? Anyways, <laughs> so. <laughs> They do the first graders first because it's a first grade, second grade award assembly. Oh, okay. So they do the first graders first. They have a male teacher that... So wait, let me explain where she's sitting. I'm sitting in like the first row of the parent seats in the back. Which are in the back, right? Her class is in the last row so she's oh. literally like right in front of me. You could literally and kick her in the butt. Her class, yeah, her whole yes. class is right in front of me. And yes. so the, one of the first grade male teachers, he says, I just wanted to let everybody know before I give up my awards that I have no favorite students. And so he says, you know, my first favorite student is blah, blah, blah. Oh. You know, oh. so he was he was being funny. So Do-do-ch. And so by his third award, he says, so should I do it? And so I'm like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good eyesight, because I thought everybody was going to say it. You did it by your... I was the only one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Olivia's whole class turns around and looks at me. You're like, who are you? And and like some have glasses on and they're kind of looking at me like cross-eyed like, what are you doing? Did Olivia turn around? No, I don't think she heard me. Oh, God. But it was just... And then they start staring at me like... Why are you doing that? You know, like did the teacher look at you too? No, no. But I was just (laughs) that is so funny. I can't even. (laughs) Oh my god! Well, did he do it? (laughs) Yes, he did it. Of course, but I mean, I was just so embarrassed because I thought there was going to be other people who would say something. But apparently, 
No one. Oh my god, that so, is so funny. Everybody wasn't as enthusiastic about the awards assembly as I was. So. <laughs> well, this well this was your first one. Yeah, that's they've been true. doing this all year. You've just never been, so this is all new to you. So I was like, yes. <laughs> oh god, that is horrifyingly funny. Like, just so funny. Oh, my God. I would have been laughing at whoever did that. I would have started laughing. <laughs> there probably were people laughing. I would have been like, oh, she's new. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so good, Paula. Oh, my God. You Well, you win. I don't even oh, need to okay. tell you mine. but Okay. No, I'm going to tell you mine. Yeah, it tells me. Okay. So, uh, s- summer has arrived, essentially. And uh, in our area, because I'm near the river and we have an easement in the back, uh, we have mosquito issues. We're really good about it, but, you know, they still show up at night. And so occasionally one will get into the bedroom. And we, I don't know about you, but have you ever been uh, at, at night and there's a mosquito and it always buzzes your ear? Always. Always. You're laying there and all of a sudden you hear, oh my God, I hate that so much. I hate that so much. I can't. I. It's awful. I accidentally punched myself in the eye one time trying to smack <laughs> it away from my face. Okay, so you understand where I'm going with this. Yes. Uh, it's not necessarily insomnia, but I have been struggling to fall asleep at a decent hour. So I've been falling asleep anywhere between midnight and 1230, which is a little late because Daryl falls. Well, Daryl could fall asleep at like 830. He's a morning person. So right. we're real different in our, our sleeping schedules. So I'm watching Rick and Morty and I'm just sitting there quietly. I turn off the TV and I'm getting adjusted to lay down and try to fall asleep. And all of a sudden I hear this. God, I hate that. And at first, because I'm kind of deaf, I'm not sure if my ear is ringing. Or if there's a mosquito. So I'm like, wow, is my ear ringing like that? Because sometimes that does happen. And then I realized, no, because I can also feel like a baby fan. I can feel it. Yeah. So I panic because I think everything is a spider at first. (laughs) I boxed my own ear so hard. I woke up Daryl. He's like, what's happening? And I go, I think there was a mosquito. He turns on the light. I killed it. I literally killed it. I, I reacted so quickly that I killed the mosquito. I actually like demolished the mosquito. Where was and it? On your face? It was on my ear. So <laughs> I took my ear. I cupped my ear. And what I meant to do was just brush my ear and, you know, like brush it away. But instead, I cupped my ear and I boxed my ear. Paula, I was deaf for a whole day. Oh, my God. I literally boxed my ear. And so he's like, well, you killed it. And I said, I killed it. He goes, yeah, here. And I was like, oh, my God. And I said, and the next day I said, I, I can't hear anything. And he said, you boxed your own ear. I said, I really did. And it scared me, too, because I thought he goes, did you do you think you punctured your your eardrum? And I said, I don't know. I said, let's give it a day. And then it came back. But I was like, and then, of course, I go down the road of. This is how they used to punish children in orphanages. <laughs> they used to box their ears. This is horrible. I would never God. do that to a child. That's horrible. I know. So, yes, I was like you. I basically punched myself in the ear. Oh I couldn't God. believe it. But you absolutely win. I mean, that's like a $25,000 awkward <laughs> moment. I mean, that was brilliant. 
brilliant oh my god that was so funny i was so embarrassed <laughs> oh that is so good i've done that before one time i was at um i was watching oh it was a long time ago i was watching sleepless in seattle at the movie theater and it was a premiere yeah. and it was the part where uh she's saying uh i can't do this i can't marry you you know they're they're sitting at the table right before she sees the sign of the heart come up right. on the empire state building and he goes i love you but let's take that out of this okay that's not supposed to be a hilarious moment but yeah. i'm sitting in a quiet theater and he goes i love you but let's leave that out of this and i'm all <laughs> and i laughed really loud because i thought it was funny i swear to god everybody turned and one wanted to know where the cackle came from i was the only one and i go is that not supposed to be funny? <laughs> like, okay, never mind. Like, no, it's it's actually quite sad. <laughs> it's actually quite sad that he wants to leave love out of it. I was like, oh my god. So anyway, I had to teach myself. Okay, not funny, not funny. <laughs> anyway, yours was funny though. You win, yay! I am a winner for being a loser. <laughs> I'm a winner. Oh, and by the way, Memorial Day, uh, we did see the Han Solo movie. Oh yeah, we took Tyler. Uh, we took Tyler to see it. We we always go to a late night show so that we don't have any kids because yeah. kids get bored really quickly. And of course, somebody decided to take their I assume grandchild who was about ten and his friends to see it at the late show. And of course, I am sitting next to the child. Shockingly, oh, God. of course. So not only does he, and you know they're spoiled. So they have like every possible snack and the Slurpee and the candy and everything. And so the movie begins and he immediately reaches for his Skittles, which he opens and promptly dumps all over the, the ground. Mm -hmm. So for the rest of the show, I've got, I'm, I feel like I'm standing on marbles, you know, <laughs> under my feet. And he ultimately fell asleep. And I was like, why would you spend this much money to, for a kid to fall asleep now? I don't know why he fell asleep. Han Solo was actually really good. I don't care what people say. It was a great movie. Tyler, who hates everything, loved it. Really? Yes. It's so good. And people are like, it had a soft opening. It only made $100 million. I said, only $100 million. Okay. That seems pretty good to me. I don't know. Apparently, that's a flop. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty good. I hear a lot of people who were saying it just wasn't really that good. We loved it. And uh, everyone I know loved it. But it's also not super CGI'd. And, you right. know, it's not, you know, a, an explosion every minute. There's actually acting. And it's subdued in that aspect. And I really enjoyed it. We all did. We really did. And there's a lot of cool stuff if you're a Star Wars fan, that explains a lot of the stuff for the very first one that came out in 1977. So I think in that aspect, it was really cool. So I highly recommend it. If you're a Star Wars fan, I think most people will really love it. If you're just going be to go, maybe you'll be bored. But I, I don't think so. I thought it was great. So, you know, that's just my take on it. I loved it. Good. Go see Han Solo if you want. 
So, all right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Yeah, definitely wrap. So thank you for letting us take a break, but we're back now. We are still plugging our Amazon link and our lip and clip website, which will take you directly to the Avon site for you to purchase some orders. Lipandclip.com. Father's Day is coming up. And so if you're thinking about doing some shopping, please visit Amazon. Not that maybe your father wears makeup. You can definitely go to Avon. <laughs> hey, they so. have they have a men's section for skincare. They do. And colognes and, and, and body washes. So thanks everybody for joining us. We will be back on Wednesday with more fun. And uh, we will see you then. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.